Suck my dick! This with me. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I have never been in ear. Well, I don't wear headphones at all. Only when I'm trying to cue a new song. But I I, I don't know, like I've never been a fan of the the over ear headphones definitely have better sound. Mm-hmm. Um but the in ear I guess that would be more convenient. I think Crate wears in ear headphones as well. Or in ear excuse me, monitors, which are expensive as fuck. Mm-hmm. Um I was just wondering 'cause I I I, I it was probably an orange soda. Yeah, those on. And I was like, man, this ruins your whole outfit because they're red and they look like. Yeah. Well, anyways. Um, yeah, this is a put it on record. The podcast about DJing and other stuff um, hosted by DJs. <laughs> I am him. Um, about to have a new nickname, but we'll talk about that after we get done yeah. recording. Okay. Um, DJ Burn. Um, Don't fret is. Busy per usual, but we're not mad at that. And we have uh, the other host here, Mauricio. Hey, um, how you doing? I am, I am good. I am pushing through this week. I am good. Mm. How are you? I am not bad at all. I'm in uh, my third week of training at my job. It's a uh, easy peasy. Um, I just bought a new desk. Shout out to uh, Lawrence is moving to uh, Austin on Friday. Um, so so he sold me his uh, stand sit desk for one fifty. It was like three hundred something dollars. He sold it to me. Um, but shout out to him and going to Austin. I'm jealous. Um, but you know, one day. Um, busy weekend full of gigs. Oh, what's today? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Busy weekend full of gigs. But you know, we got her, you know, thriving. You know, it's uh, it's June. It's really June. Like I feel like it was just, you know, December, and now it's it's, it's gonna be New Year's before you know it. Um, relax. <laughs> would you do a New Year's Eve party? I feel like we talked about this before. Yeah, we did. But I can't remember my answer. I feel well, like now I would. I don't know what changed. Maybe in the past few months, but. I feel like I would. I would do it. I've always been of the mind that I can either DJ and make money or go out and party and spend money. Right. Um, but we got some de- um some plans this New Year's Eve, so I turned down a DJ gig. Um which uh, remind me to tell you about that. Okay. Um but yeah, I also figured that um it was easy to just DJ on the weekends to to not have to worry about going out and socializing when I was single, mm-hmm. when I am married, it's like, thank God she wants to keep going with me. But <laughs> when she, you know, eventually gets pregnant or gets tired of going out, like then what, like, am I, is it going to make me want to be home even more? I don't know. Mm, yeah. But uh, speaking of which, let's talk about this past weekend. Um, did you get into, get into anything cool or DJ related? Uh, what was this past weekend? It was, no, this weekend was like all birthday celebrations for me. My goddaughter turned 10. My brother turned 35. So nice. I was with them all weekend. 
So nothing look, for me. He looks super Asian in that picture that you posted. <laughs> he does. I don't know. It's not like I haven't seen a picture of him before, but I was like, oh, who's that? Oh, yeah. Dude. <laughs> um, this weekend went out um, to Penn's and hmm. to Flipside and had some food I don't need to be eating. Look, hold me to this. <laughs> we starting off the month bad. We trying to be, you know, fit by the time. Listen, I have not moved at all this month. <laughs> I have not. And I'll be looking at my rings like, damn, I ain't do nothing. Man, we really got to do it just because... Man, shout out to uh, I can't even call him Big James more. Uh, shout out to Slim James, like you Slim know, like James. I see him, I see some other people, and I'm like, man, if I only had started and stuck with it when he right. started, where right. would I be right now? And that's what I was trying to tell my wife too. It's like, mm. um, but yeah. So over the weekend, I always count setting up and tearing down from a wedding as a workout anyway. So if you ever see other, and you know, I'm DJing. That, that's why because I'm carrying <laughs> these speakers everywhere, but. Sunday, I'm gonna I, do that tomorrow. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. We're turning that time room as soon as I get out the car to put something something in my car, and as soon as I get out at the venue to, to unload, I turn the other workout on. You'll see your heart rate be at like 130, like you're doing some uh, step aerobics or something. Anyways, um, Sunday I did a wedding. Um, a good friend of mine, Ashley, and uh, her husband Quentin. Um, they, uh, well, I know Ashley since 2007. Shout out to the flypaper. Um, so it was at Strongwater, for those of you that are familiar with that venue. There's three different rooms. Uh, well, there's more than three rooms, but they, the, the ceremony is in the courtyard. The cocktail hour is in, in like, the smaller bar. Shout out to Renee Dion. She was out there doing her thing. Um, and then the reception was in the bigger room. Um, and I had no worries about this at all. First of all, um, there was a string quartet playing during the ceremony. All I had to play one song. It was a Beyonce song called "Die for You." Are you familiar with that? Oh, I love that song. That was like that was the song. This I'm I'm showing my stand right now. That was the song that Jay Z recorded the video on his iPhone, and that was like her first time, maybe her only time, really like playing on the piano, mm-hmm. like and like showing it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's a deep I, cut. Well, yeah, when she told me about it, I was like, is this the name of the song? Because it didn't come up. And, you know, maybe I missed the Beyonce album this was on. She's like, nah, it's not. It's on YouTube. I was like, all right, cool. Definitely send me that link or I'm going to mess around. I had a wrong song. So she sent me the link. I downloaded it. And uh, that was the song she walked into. So it was pretty good. Oh, wow. Um, And then during the cocktail hour, they had a band. And Renee, like I said, Renee, Renee Dion was there. She was singing. So I have to do none of that. So I just tore down my stuff real quick, ran into the reception room, set it up. No problems. Um, and then introducing the bridal party. Shout out to my wife, special guest. What's up? <laughs> Hello. Um, I didn't have to read no names of the bridal party. It was just grooms and bridesmaids. Cool. At the last minute, I had to introduce some parents, but I wasn't tripping. And of course... They tell me what order they were going to be in, and they weren't in that order, and it made it look like my fault, but I didn't care. So, um, the bridal party came into uh, way too sexy. The bride and groom came up to came into Young Dolph Hold Up, so that kind of tells you what kind of wedding it was going to be. Um, I was not expecting that part. <laughs> their first dance was to a was to a Pink Sweat song, and then a Blast song. Mm. 
and then International Players Anthem, and then We Don't Talk About Bruno, all four of them mixed up. Um, but I made it work because I'm him. Um, <laughs> and then they did the father or something, you know, song for mama, mother, son dance, all that, whatever. And then during the cocktail hour, I mean, during the dinner, this dude, this dude walked by. He was staring at me. I was like, oh, do I know you was up, you know. And then he he he's like, yeah, oh, I was just checking out your setup because you know I spent back home, and my thought was like, so what? What's the dress so uh, uh, some friends of mine was at the wedding too. And I was texting them. I told them what he said, and I was like, "Now I gotta show my ass." So during uh, uh, so during dinner, I'm going crazy on the R&B. I did the little her damage uh, computer love mashup, um, lucky day, uh, you know uh, the Frank. Um, what do I do? Oh, the uh, Tiana Taylor to the Frank Ocean to the Beyonce. I did I did all these things I always do and. Uh, you know you, you like you got them when they're sitting down eating and they can't stop moving in their chair or, or they singing to the person that they came with, whatever. I, I was really going crazy. Um, so what I normally do at weddings, I'll start off with line dances. I get the old people out there dancing so they can, um, you know, enjoy it before I go crazy. So I did like four line dances back to back. And then uh, she from Detroit. So she's like, yeah, there's some real line dancing. So I played t- and Tamiya. And some ballroom stuff that is very Detroit specific. Then we did the garter toss and the bouquet toss, which um, the default song is single ladies, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but some people, I recommend to put something. And whenever they ask me for a song, I say, well, you can go single ladies. You can go ludicrous move. Um, <laughs> and, and they usually pick one or the other. Um then the garter toss, I played meeting in my bedroom. Mm. And then went into International Players Anthem. And uh, so then I was like, now nah, I need to open the dance floor for real. So I started with back to that ass up. And it was a wrap after that. But what, what, what really made me excited about this gig, and this is why I like doing these gigs, and you probably saw this on my Instagram story. The groom came up. He's like, hey, play that FNF. I was like, for sure. So I like cut the song off. I was like, you know, I've known Ashley for a long time, and I uh, I normally don't like doing weddings if I unless, unless I know the bride and groom, so I know what they want, you know. And so I don't have to play no songs I don't like. But I love requests like this, and I played it, and the room exploded. Like the girls went crazy. Even the dudes dudes was rapping the words. I was like, I don't know the song had words. Some some slide. I was like, what? I need to go back and listen to the words. So um, yeah, I mean, overall it was a good time. Um, like I said, I love doing uh, weddings for people that I know because I mm-hmm. they, like they want me to come play the shot, play in the club. They don't want no nonsense. Um, and the next the wedding I have next weekend is at North Bank Park. It's for it, it was a referral, but they gave me a list of songs they want. It's going to be another club night. So that's only that's the only gig I have over the weekend. Um, I will say that the Dolly came in handy because Strong Water is not a place you can just walk in and set right yeah. up you gotta go around corners and go upstairs i found a handicap uh entrance i parked next to that and wheeled that 90 pound subwoofer in there mm-hmm. so um that worked out but next weekend uh so you have a gig tomorrow i have a gig tomorrow um do i you have a gig next tuesday Maybe? yes next tuesday and then oh, a do. tentative gig next Thursday. Let me put that in the calendar. I forgot about that. 
I still ain't got no details about next Tuesday, but you know, uh, I'll be there. So next Tuesday is a six one four day, so uh, it's going to be uh, Recio and DJ Double O at um, Seven Sun closing out the night, doing an orange soda set. Make sure y'all come out. All right. Tomorrow, uh, tomorrow. Do you know if you're going to be outside or inside or what? I believe I am inside. You definitely want to make sure you have the appropriate length power cords and all that, because a lot of that stuff isn't vendor friendly. Right. Um, this weekend, this is all. It's all about giving back to the communities, because uh, I'll be at uh, <laughs> Saturday at the Proud Day Cookout, and also at the Juneteenth Block Party. Um, fun, fun. It's gonna be all right. Um, Father's Day, I'm doing. I I was not familiar with this guy. Um, I'm doing. I love com- him. I didn't know what his name Richie Fontaine. I didn't. I don't know his name, but I know his voice because he's so sassy. That's the way I describe. That's him. uh accurate description. So he'll be at <laughs> the Columbus and I'm not gonna say the name of the venue, but. <laughs> I asked Marlon, I was like, as long as I got to bring those speakers, because that's the worst place in the world to load into. It's like, there's freight elevators and chutes and ladders and back doors and all this kind of stuff you got to do. I just don't like it, so. Um, I think that covers the rest of them. Of course, Orange Soda coming up, of course. Um, Comfest, I think it's been officially announced now that uh, Don't Fret is doing a Comfest after party for Trek Manifest, because he's going to be on the main stage. Uh, what you got planned for your birthday? I get this question asked every single day since June has started, and I have yet to make any plans, mostly because I am salty at my job because we're not allowed to like take any PTO this month, and I usually take my birthday off, and this would have been like the perfect weekend because my birthday is on a Thursday. I could take off the Friday as well. And then I get the Monday off because it's the fourth. Right. Mm. But, you know, with that block in the way, it's putting a damper on things. So I just need to plan something. I don't know. I don't. I'm 27 isn't like a, a monumental age. It's like an in-between age. So trying to figure out what to do. But, you know, grateful every, for every year of life. So That's really crazy. You might be 27. Like how old you're about to be and also how young you are. Anyways. <laughs> um and then it's fourth of July weekend, so you know. Orange soda that Friday. That's uh, part of my party plans. That's fine. There's something else going on the weekend too. I don't remember right now. Oh well. But yeah, that's pretty much the month um as far as gigs are concerned. Um, did you listen to that Drink Champs episode I sent I did, I did, I did. What did you take away from that? Um, there's several, guess, there's several like, different I things I want you to take away from it. Okay. So I wasn't surprised by like the idea that, you know, when you have like a big main attraction DJ, that they don't want you to play certain songs. Like I definitely get that because I feel like that happens even like on regular bills of like, well, yeah, you play the song for like the third time in a row. Yeah, you're not going to get the same reaction. Um, But I also thought it was interesting 
that he like pointed out that it kind of like challenges the opening DJ to like be a little bit more creative with what it is that they're, they're playing. You know, you're not probably playing the top 40 that's on the billboard charts right now. So you got to dig a little bit deeper and you can still get a nice crowd reaction if you know what you're doing. Um, let's see. I'm trying to remember how far I went. So I remember that part. I remember he said that he like pays a DJ to like come with him, like for that reason. And they started talking about Madonna and then I turned it off. <laughs> uh, this is the kicker pre episode for anybody that's wondering, but yeah. So, um, I definitely wanted to make sure that that point was made that, um, and, and we don't have the problem with this, but I just want to try to hear any DJ interview, regardless of who it is, regardless if you normally listen to that podcast or not, I would definitely go listen to it. Cause there's probably gonna be some gems in there as far as like the history of DJing, um, or anything else you need to know. But yeah, definitely. Um, DJs like to make it about themselves when they come in early. They want to tear the, tear the club down, but it's 10 o'clock. Nobody's even in here yeah. drinking or ready to party. So know what to play at those times. Um, taking the DJ on the road to him, that, that was pretty interesting. Um, but another thing what he said was like, he's trying to tell a story when he DJs. Like he's trying to mm-hmm. make it an event. And I think that's what's lost on us when we don't talk on the mic and we don't like we're so concerned about smooth transitions and not exactly what songs are transitioning, you know? Mm-hmm. And like when to stay in certain pockets because you can uh, mix fable scotty and can't believe it together because it's the same bpm mm-hmm. but it's completely different vibes yeah you know I mean? that's or, something i'm trying to like challenge myself with right now is because i feel like my comfort space is just like straight up mixing i don't cut like hardly ever unless it's like a request or i'm being directed to do so right so I'm trying to challenge myself to get more comfortable with, I guess, like those unpretty transitions that can still tell the story, like still get to where I'm trying to go and the crowd still enjoy it. Right. Uh, Craig brought this up on social media. Shout out to Craig and DJ Nomadic. Those two people I know for sure listen to every podcast uh, as far as DJs are concerned. But he said um, transitions mean, mean more than one thing. So literally, if I press play, pause, and press play on the next song, that's a transition. Mm-hmm. And you can do that well. It ain't got to be a mix and a blend mm-hmm. smoothly from one beat to the next. And people even do that and fuck it up. So yeah, um, I do think it's important for every set to be a journey and a story. Otherwise, you end up just being a utility. Like you, mm-hmm. like you a jukebox for sure. Yeah, you, you just it's a little more seamless. Like Spotify makes sense. So, yeah, that, that just goes. I, I thought that was interesting because it goes back into my point of like when to actually plan stuff out some more. I'm already planning the event in August that hasn't been announced yet. I got some crazy. I cannot wait. I'm about to tear this shit down. Like, I, I can't wait to play that. Um, but even Orange Soda is like, I, like, I'm about to get up there, regardless of what y'all play in front of me. Like, I, I got some places I want to take people, and I'm definitely going to talk a little bit. Um, Because I feel like that's important. Um, There was something else I was going to say about that podcast, and I forgot. Um, Oh, well. Put you on. You got your songs ready? Oh, um, yes. I feel like I need to get in a summer mood because I've been real R&B lately. 
Um, so while you while you pull that oh, up, put you on a course for anybody that's new, is the segment where we put you on to some new music that's notable. Doesn't necessarily have to be new, but it is something that we want to put you on to. Uh, it's always a joy when somebody comes up to me and says, what song is that? And at the wedding, they was like, what song is that? It was a live version of Girl by 1500 or nothing. Oh, I love that version. That was the version I was introduced to. And then when I heard the internet version, I was like, I like it, but I love the live version. Yeah, the internet version ain't bad, but once you hear the live version, I never want to hear the internet version exactly. again. Exactly. But yeah, so what you got? Um, so I hope I say his name right. His name is John Schuyler, Schuyler, S-C-H-U-Y-L-E-R. Um, but the song is called Afraid featuring Ray Will. And I feel like my title is in a very, um, sample heavy space of like sampled songs that are like remakes or revamps of old R&B songs because it has a sample at the beginning. Um, But I really enjoyed it. Um, I like his voice uh, or maybe the combination of voices. So, yeah. Mm. I have two songs. Oh. One song. We were talking about um, R&B songs over hip hop beats and how that's like that's been the cheat code forever. And it always works. It all always works. Lauren Hill and Mary J. Blige used to love him on Lauren Hill's album Miseducation. It's over that uh, Wu Tang ice cream sample. Mm-hmm. Crazy song. Also, um, uh, Travis Scott and Gunna, uh, Yosemite off of uh, Astro World because Free Gunna and Travis back outside. I don't know if you saw today. I, of course, he's I back saw outside. We back outside. I can't wait because you know that means the album coming um, for those who don't know day in Vegas uh, released their lineup uh, for Labor Day weekend which I'm not going to be at and I'm so sick headliners are SZA J. Cole and uh, Cactus Jack LaFlame Travis Scott also um, Baby King will be there and Don Tolliver and you know Pusha T and all the people but Made in America uh, um, lineup was announced too but that, that line kind of weak to be honest so Travis Scott back outside so this is what we need to happen travis dropped utopia before this and just like kendrick lamar dropped the tour right after it then i ain't got to go to vegas he gonna come through columbus we're gonna be in the mm-hmm. mosh pit going crazy and the tickets might be astronomical no pun intended but i don't even care because it's travis we, we got to be there um what i will say though um when you said uh samples Man, that song I sent y'all in the chat, I am so disappointed in that. I so I had bookmarked his original video mm-hmm. that like the TikTok where he was like revealing it. Yeah. And but I never went and listened to it until you sent it. And I was like, oh, this is the song that because when I saw the, the caption, it said like something about like booty. So in my head, I'm like, oh, he sampled bootylicious. Right. But it wasn't, and then I didn't like the sample. But I'm still gonna play that song. So whenever ta- it comes out, we're talking about Saucy Santana featuring Lotto, a song called "Booty." The girl that is criminally destroying the "Crazy in Love" sample. Criminally, I'm very upset. I already that. know I'm gonna hate Lotto's verse. She can do no right. 
Really? On a Beyonce sample. Oh, yeah. The same, the, the, for what she did for Mariah Carey, I guess. Um, but Which yeah, still so, gags me that Mariah got on the remix, but you know, I, I think Khaled had a lot to do with that. Yeah, a lot because she probably been like, Who's that? All right, facts <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Who is I was reading something else, but yeah, so um, we're gonna keep this episode brief just because um, there's not really a lot to say and. We got some interviews coming up that are down, mm-hmm. down the pipeline, including the guest DJs for Orange Soda, which haven't been announced yet because I haven't made the flyer yet, but they're locked in. <laughs> um, but I did want to say I found out that Pioneer Mixer is $7.99. I'm definitely going to get that. Okay. Um, I also might. Um, for those DJs that are interested, there is a record repair shop on... I can see it in my head. But oh, you know, I'm gonna look at that real quick. Anyways, I went in there. It was seventy five dollars for each for a diagnostic to find out what was wrong with it. And then they'll repair for you. This is the first place I could find in Columbus, Ohio. And I'm sure Craig will listen to this and send me some other locations if you got them. But this place is on the north side and I can finally after fourteen years get my turntables fixed. It's on Indianola and this is South of Morris, and the place is called. It's like a record store or something. I can't remember what it's called. I'm trying to envision it. So remember the studio we was at? Yeah. It's like just north of that. Oh, okay. It's called like Stereo. Rec- I don't know. Outside, I said we. Outside of it, it says we fix turntables, so it's like obvious. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm gonna get my turntables fixed so I can start taking them out more because the controller is cool, but the turntables just feel better. Um, I had a question to ask you. Oh, so what do you? I know I've asked this before, but with everything that's going on and everything that's about to happen in the future, what do you think? Where do you want to be in twelve months? With DJing, I'm I'm I'm, I'm assuming. <laughs> um, in, in life I, I, in right now, I'm I'm in a space where like I realize I need to invest more in it. So, like, especially after practicing with the CDJs, I'm like, dang, like, I like my controller because it's been my ride or die, you know, but I definitely see that I do need to grow, especially for, like, the types of gigs that I'm taking on as well. Like, I am starting to get into kind of, like, that tool space, which I don't mind if they pay it right. So, like, they also want higher quality things like wireless mics and things like that so investing in myself so that I can continue building and progressing so that I can do the gigs that I want to do um and maybe not necessarily take the gigs that I'm just being utilized as a tool um so yeah that's been like an epiphany over the last probably like week or so honestly What do you what do you think about I don't think we talked about this last episode. I'm gonna ask you, I don't care. What do you think about the idea that talent doesn't get you as far as notoriety does? I mean, I think that's real. Like you have to 
there are a lot of talented people who if they don't have the following especially when you look at it like in social media terms like there are especially black creators who like will start a trend but they aren't the ones that take off it's the creator that has the following that ends up seeing their video recreates the idea takes ownership of it and then takes off is the one that gets the credit right so I think you have to be and whatever you do very intentional about like the branding around your whatever it is that you're creating whatever content it is that you're creating which is part of the reason why I made a new Instagram page because I realized that I have to be more intentional about DJing um and the branding around it because it is more though I do it for fun it's more than just a hobby now so yeah what do you think <laughs> this is the million dollar question I'm gonna, uh, what do you think the key is to growing your brand the one key consistency I think that if you whatever it is like you do I had this conversation yesterday in like a different format but like if you do something over and over again I'm trying to remember how they said it habit a habit is legitimized by consistency so whatever your habit is the more you do it over and over again the more like people are like oh yeah like that's a legitimate whatever it is that you're doing um so when thinking about like brand building, if I post, you know, a 15 second video, you know, once a week, people are starting to look forward to that. It could be a silly video, but people now know to come to my page for whatever that 15 second video is. Um, so being consistent and whatever it is that you're putting out there is a way that you distinguish what your brand is and what to expect. I agree. I agree. Well, hopefully 12 months from now, we can all get to our goals. Um, I don't want to leave without. I guess we've been a really short episode. I don't really want to <laughs> leave without giving people some um, tips. Uh, so some things I learn every gig is something new is um, I just ordered some new. I think this is a man thing, actually. You know how. Well, I don't know, you, well you, you, you might know. Men don't get rid of stuff until it don't work no more. That's why, mm-hmm. like, like my man, I use a holy ass tore up towel, but as long as it's still dry, you don't. So my USB B to USB C cord mm-hmm. um, was has always been too short, and I never got a new one because it works. So I got mm-hmm. a new one. These cords is like five dollars, ten dollars a piece. They definitely make things more convenient. Um, even something as simple as um, I just bought that DJ booth and it has like black and white scrims or covers you can put on it and just make things look better. Does it does anything more functional than that? No, it's actually smaller than just doing it on the table, but then hiding all those wires just makes things look better. So just take a second to inventory all the things you use DJing yeah. and just think like, how can I make this better, or how can I go the extra mile? Like I never thought about having a mo- uh, carrying around a monitor. You know, I got an eight-inch monitor that came with a bag, or even something as simple as the power cords that came with my speakers were long, but they weren't like 
the new ones I bought, they're like twice or three times as long. And it just makes things more convenient not having to have a power strip hanging off the damn speaker because the power. Yeah, because they are actually pretty short. <laughs> yeah. So the ones that came to mind are like six, no, it might be eight feet. Yeah. And they get still get the job done. Now, when you get to a certain point, like, well, I don't even think it's, with signal cable is different. If they're longer, the signal gets weaker over time but with a power cord it doesn't so just why not get the power cord for your speaker 12 feet that way you can plug it directly into the wall instead of plugging into a power strip into a into a, a stitching cord and that's another cord you use for something else so definitely take inventory of the things that you use i bought i used to just stuff all my wires into my laptop bag but i, I just went on amazon got a five dollar bag that you can put wires it's made for that it looked kind of like a little shaving bag you put your hard drive in there wires power strip and that way things don't be as cluttered um but yeah so i don't know it, i don't know if it's because i'm being cheap or it's just a man <laughs> thing to do i'm gonna talk about how men be wearing holy draws because that's the thing whether men want to <laughs> admit it or not like <laughs> some true. people out there are just like as long as it cover my ass it don't matter um but like is I'm, it really I, if it got holes in it i mean i mean it's covered mostly as long as you know hole uh, directly over the butt crack usually <laughs> Um, but yeah, so definitely take inventory of the things that you use and just, you know, um, if you're in a position to buy extra equipment, even, you know, they make white speakers and white speaker, um, stands for weddings specifically, like, cause it is different. Like it, it just adds to it. If you have like a white microphone, you can you get it to the, right. and they're using that for that. Um, or somebody asked me. What do you do if your equipment fails? I'm like, fail? It never fails. But that's a, that's a question. Like, if yeah. the speaker just stopped working, what you going to do? Like, do you have a backup? Um, so that's all the things to definitely think about and just to consider. Um, even uh, things like speaker bags. Like, I didn't get speaker bags until just now. And, like, a year or two ago before I bought these speakers, my, my speakers were beat up. Like, you yes, know. They, they were. <laughs> they're meant to take the you know, the, the, the rugged hits and everything, they still worked, but they were not, and I used to look at wedding pictures like, ooh, look at my speakers in the background, I look around, and the, the, the speaker stands were all rusted and everything from being <laughs> out in the rain, so uh, yeah. yeah, I just say all that to say um, definitely investing yourself um, even down to what you wear um, I used to just wear all black to weddings just because it just does not stand out, but you know, you can actually, you know get, it's all about presentation and I, I, I guess that's one thing that ties back into our other conversation. Whereas I just thought if you DJ good, that's all that matters. Right. This is actually another. Okay, this is it. But I, okay. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you how this relates. So I was talking to um, uh, I was talking to B at the job today, mm-hmm. and I was telling him, like one thing I learned um at Apple because they used to tell me like, oh you didn't get like you're a good worker, but all you do is just put your head down at work. I was like. Is that not what I'm supposed to be doing? Mm-hmm. And it was like, nah, you know, we just want people to take a little bit of charge and, you know, think outside the box and all that. And I never really understood that. I was like, if I'm doing my job, why is that not enough? And B, I was like, when it comes to doing promotions and special things, people are going to pick the people that they're comfortable with. Like, you could be yeah. just the best worker and do your job, but if they don't know you, they're not comfortable with you as yeah. much as somebody that, um, you know, might not do as good of a job, but they're more of a people person. So you want to get involved, you want to be seen, and that's and that's why at this new job I actually signed up for a different organization and doing extracurriculars. That same thing goes into DJing. Like you can stand in a corner at a bar and go crazy with the mix, and but like if you have no personality, you might as well you might as well be a jukebox 
because nobody's yeah. gonna pay you no attention. So, but you don't also want to be all flash and just dance around and yeah. you know. It's definitely twerk. a balance. Yeah, it's definitely a balance. So I think we all are pretty solid when it comes to the music selection and the transitions. But now it's time to put our own personality into it. So yeah. Um, also, shout out to the person that um, somebody reached out to me to they want to buy some DJ lessons for their husband for Father's Day. I thought that was so sweet. And that's not the. It doesn't happen a lot, but that ain't the first time that happens. But I'm all for it. Like, I mean, I, I haven't listened to this mix yet, so I might regret saying that. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm gonna listen to his mix as long as it's not that bad. I'm, I'm gonna check him out and. Especially with the things she had to say about me, um, as far as like, I'm just humbled that anybody thinks I'm good enough to teach somebody else. Mm-hmm. Like, I think, I mean, I I can say what I want, people can say what they want, but y'all, you and Reaver are just talented. I just happen to do a little guidance, so it's less about me and more about y'all. But when somebody comes to me, like, I want you to give my husband tips because I think you're a great DJ. I'm like, that's what's up. I ain't doing it for free, but that's what's up. So, <laughs> anyways, that's that's all the free game I can give you. You have anything else you want to say? No, I am good. All right, so uh, make sure you follow us on Instagram. Follow Riccio at her new page: R I S I O underscore 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 three underscores at the end three of that thing. Um, follow her so she can get her content up. I can't tell you. I think I was skinny the last time either one of them put some contact out. Content out. I might have had a full head of hair last time I seen some Relax. DJ content from the from either one of them. So hopefully we see something. Um, but yeah, um, tune in next week. Hit us up on Twitter. Let us know what you think. DM me on IG. That's what, you, that's what you'll do anyway. I got so <laughs> many people that said happy uh, congratulations to our wedding. I haven't replied to. I'm sorry. It's like oh. 100 unread messages in there, but I'm going to get to y'all. Before the next anniversary, but we out of here. (laughs) Um, See you next week. Bye.